Yeah, 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 take two. Okay, um. Get yourself a sausage, people. <laughs> Think about it. Mm, mm. What? What? Mm. That's deep. I believe Tito is trying to say something, but he's frozen. Oh no, he didn't. Oh no, he didn't. <laughs> I've been training two ways of the force the wet fry and the dry fry. Alright. Uh, welcome to the CYS podcast. Three guys who love Jesus and good conversation. I am one of your hosts. My name is Tito Marinda, and I'll give the other guys an opportunity to introduce themselves real quick. Hi, my name is Tia Chell, also known as Timothy Mulandi. Hi, my name is Prasus, also known as Chris. All right, and I am TK, also known as Tito. So for today's episode, we figured, why not Google, why not see what Google has in store for us? We believe Google has many answers. Uh, but instead, check, what if you just typed, why do Christians? And you'd be surprised at some of the questions that come up. And so the first one we're going to tackle is, why do Christians worship on Sunday? So I'll hand that over to Tia Chill. <laughs> Tell us, why do Christians worship on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've just thrown me under the bus. Um, so I, I, I believe I am a Christian, and I happen to mm-hmm. worship on Sunday. I, I don't know if the word mm-hmm. to use is happen, but I worship mm-hmm. on Sunday. Um, why I worship on Sunday is because it's always been like that. Since I was born, we've been going to church on Sunday and that's mm-hmm. been it. Um, but the, the question being Christians in general, not just me yeah. as a Christian, um, I think it has its roots in where we, where we, where people believe the Sabbath lies. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way the Israelites would, would, would count their, their days and the Sabbaths, it would for us it would be in between two days because it's like a 6 p.m. Yeah. Um, on one day to a 6 a.m. on on the six, next day. Yeah. Um, 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Something six, like that across across two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess some resonated that that would be Saturday and others that would be Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So. I happen to fall into a community where that is predominantly Sunday. Um, and so that's why I go. Why, what was the question again? Why do I go to church on <laughs> yeah, Sunday? Yeah, why do Christians, uh, yeah, close enough. Close they enough. worship on Sunday. Okay, cool, Timo. Cool, uh, cool. Okay, because if the word was mm-hmm. worship, I would say that's not completely true. It, it sort of, it sort of insinuates yeah. that we only worship on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Hey, which is not the preach. case. Hey, hey, hey. Um, but but church, yeah. Okay. Uh, because church is the gathered saints. So I'd say, yeah, that happens on Sunday for most of us. Okay, Pastor, anything to weigh in? Uh, it, it's it's just funny how to some people actually do take the day very, very literally. And so looking at mm-hmm. uh, how God rested on the seventh day. And throughout the Bible, even in the New Testament, after mm-hmm. Jesus resurrects, mm-hmm. and we see mm-hmm. all these descriptions of like Mary Magdalene and the other ladies visiting the grave, it is stated mm-hmm. that they visited on the first day of the week after the Sabbath. Yeah. 
So many people yeah. believe that it's that has mm. to be the seventh day. And looking at mm-hmm. our modern calendar, seventh day mm-hmm. happens to be Saturday. Mm-hmm. So people do believe mm-hmm. that, you know, the truth is Saturday. People do believe that yeah. uh, the true day is Sunday. But in my opinion, I looking at God's God's commandment to the Israelites, mm-hmm. you know, observe observe the Sabbath, keep it holy. I believe having a day set apart for communal worship, no matter mm-hmm. which day it is, could be a Tuesday, your mm-hmm. Sabbath could be a Friday, could be a Wednesday. That should be fine. Like it's mm-hmm. not a sin yeah. for you to go to church on Wednesday for your communal worship. Allow me to jump in. I don't know that this would be a spanner in the works or not, but would there, <laughs> with 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 us saying or with you saying that it could fall on any day, um, mm-hmm. does the space between the days matter? So if I do Tuesday this week, can I pick Friday next week and then do Saturday next week? As long as there's a gathering and there's teaching of God's word, can I can mm-hmm. I pick and choose? Is and I'm not asking this to, 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 yeah, I'm not asking this because we have the answers. I'm just like, even, even to yeah. you podcast listeners, like, is this something that you've thought about? Um, mm-hmm. Does the, does, if, if we are saying the day specifically really mm-hmm. does not, it does not hold all that weight. What about the space mm-hmm. in between the days? Cause you see the whole thing work for six days and rest on the seventh. I'm seeing, I'm seeing sort of yeah. like a rhythmic, sort of day yeah. span. Um, so yeah, I'm curious. What do you yeah. guys think? Let me jump okay. in on that. Um, I think that the <laughs> the challenge is with, with the crazy scenario that you've presented uh, is that I think for most places and people, there'd have to be a sense of regularity. You see, what Chris said like if 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 it, if your Sabbath happens to be a Tuesday and you're gathering other believers, if you were to meet in the same place, the chances of the next meeting for that place being on a different day of the week and it being inconsistent like that is a bit strange. So I'm not gonna share what I think. But I'm just like I, I think I see that that's the issue I have. Like typically, it should be so hard for us. Let's say um, this is a place that people meet to say, okay, this week we're meeting on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, next week uh, things are tricky. Let's meet on Thursday. Uh, but we'll communicate at the end of each day. Yeah. But what um, what, and, and what if circumstance forces you to do so? Forces. Mm. Hmm. It's something to think about. <laughs> <Good one. laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so podcast listeners, um, whenever we get stuck, it's something to think about, and that applies to you as well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we would we would like to know uh, your thoughts on the same. So please, if you could. Uh, Feel free to text one of us, uh, leave leave a comment or something. Yeah, just let let us know what your thoughts yeah. are. If you have yeah. concrete answers as well, that would be much appreciated. Yeah, wherever you mm-hmm. find your podcast or wherever you find this podcast, add it in your review, your questions. If you happen to listen on Anchor, you can record a message mm-hmm. and we'll respond to it. Um, yeah, but engage with us on some of these why do Christian questions mm-hmm. that Google has. Yeah. All right, guys, so on to the next one. A very interesting question on Google. Why do Christians eat pork? Someone would ask, why don't um, Christians just eat pork? 
And just before you guys jump in, I think I think I have a question. Uh-huh. So the question is, why do Christians eat pork? Does it mean that there are people like majority of the world doesn't eat pork? I mean, think about it. For the person who typed this question, yeah. and for it to become <laughs> a Google, yeah. uh, not just one yeah. person, the many people who <laughs> yeah, who type, like it's a, it's a Google FAQ. So yeah, why do Christians eat pork? Okay, guys. So I think we need to go undercover and find out. Um, is there something wrong with Christians? <laughs> like they eat pork. What's wrong with them? You know, how so can uh, all of us not be eating yeah. pork? And this group of people are eat of all people, Guys, these are the ones are eating, eating pork. <laughs> I don't know. Trust me, tell us <laughs> what do you think? What do I think? Uh, why do Christians eat pork? In in my honest opinion, I don't see why not. So I know people people mostly do bring up the argument of how there were some animals that were stated to be unclean and should not uh-huh. be eaten or touched at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But just looking at the New Testament and how we are no longer... I need to choose my words. Yeah, carefully. yeah. But it's okay. We are all growing <laughs> yeah, and I think to... <laughs> Yeah. We are no longer bound to that law. Yeah. And I like what mm-hmm. Paul says in First Timothy chapter four. It says now mm-hmm. the, the spirit clearly says that in the last time some will depart from the faith and pay attention to seducing spirits and doctrines, uh, commanding mm-hmm. to abstain from foods which God has created to mm-hmm. be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. Mm-hmm. For everything created mm-hmm. by God is good and not to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Mm-hmm. So. In the Old Testament, I believe there was a reason why God, well, quote unquote, banned some animals from being eaten. <laughs> if you read through Leviticus yeah. and Numbers, yeah. you you look at yeah. some of the laws given, and you discover that many of them had those a reason behind them. It was just not yeah you know, because God didn't want us to enjoy pork anymore. So mm. He said, "You shall not eat, yeah. you know, unclean animals." And yeah, now that we have sort of transitioned to a period where Paul says, as long as, you know, mm-hmm. God made it, he saw it was good, then it's good. Receive it with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, sanctified thanksgiving, by yeah. the word and mm-hmm. by prayer. So yeah, mm-hmm. eat, eat pork, mm-hmm. enjoy pork. I, I, get I yourself also enjoy a pork. sausage, people. Get, get yourself a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just let me just jump in on that. Um, on the on the train of thought that Chris was on, and I think also we have a similar situation in Acts when Peter has a vision and it says that um he sees a sheet being brought up by four corners and yeah. has all kinds of unclean animals. He has that vision three times, and the summary is that God told Peter not to call unclean what God had yeah. called clean, mm. right? And I think um just adding to what what you sharing about Paul that would give us on that. But I was just adding to what Prasis said. Mm. So THL, tell us. Uh, uh, why do Christians eat pork? I don't know if I'm answering the question, but I was I was wondering if the if the whole legion demon thing um factors, because I think I've had people uh-huh. bring that up of how <laughs> the demons were sent into the pigs. So all pigs from there <laughs> we can't eat because I don't know whether we're eating demons or what. Um, but see all those pigs jumped course, over just, cliff wait, somewhere. Wait, on yeah, that. that's my theory. They all, did they all go in and drown in the... But wait, in wait, the you guys need to think about uh-huh. this. Guys, think about this. So if they all jumped into the water, does it make pork seafood? Think about <laughs> this. Think about this. Yeah. 
Think about it. Mm. Why? Why? Guys, that's why we eat pork. Because we are cultured and sophisticated and like seafood. Yeah. That's why. I don't wonder why pork is so salty. Exactly. I think. <laughs> Timo, that, that, uh, uh, Timo, oh, no. sure. I, have, I have to. I have to question your BA experience. <laughs> Guys, that's our YouTube plug uh, for this week. Last time was yes theory. This time, please, bon appetit. That's the YouTube channel you should check out. <laughs> um, so why do Christians eat pork? Right, um, um, I'd say one, if if uh, if Rev T is making it, then yeah, hands Almost down, dead. Christians, we eat Almost pork. Dead. Like, yeah. Um, mm. For for our mm. listeners who are not in our in our in our local community, Rev T is a is a, an expert um, so. when it comes to pork. He, he he does, and he is a lot more. But for the purposes of this conversation, <laughs> he's a pork expert in my own in my own eyes. I don't know what you guys have to say in addition to to mm, my refty comment. Uh, this is true. I I have uh, had the privilege uh, of, of learning under refty, and his his methods are learning what how to make pork. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or, or more than that. <laughs> Uh, Timo, I don't think you can make pork, but okay. I've been an apprentice, a young partner. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, we have been trained in two ways of the force. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm, the I'm wet mean, fry yeah. mm-hmm. and the dry fry, you know? <laughs> mm. I mean, yeah, it's, I can, I can uh, attest yeah. to that truth. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, I've eaten a sausage before. Mm-hmm. Okay, more times than I can count a pork <laughs> sausage. That is. Um, I've I've eaten ham mm-hmm. more times than I can yeah. count. I've eaten bacon more times than I can count. So, if it's a question of why do Christians eat pork, I guess because it's available in the market to buy <laughs> and to eat. Yeah. Right? Isn't that enough of an answer? Yeah. Because it's there. It's a food you can buy and eat. <laughs> Uh, and that's just to you know give at least a different perspective from what uh, Chris and Timo have shared about why the <laughs> and whatever Christian, the re- original um, pork, question you know? I intended to find out. <laughs> yeah, I really hope that my answer suffices. You know that um that yeah we eat pork because it's there. Yeah. I, I think so, but of course also in adding to um the biblical context and references that we've thought mm. about. All right, cool. So, on to our next question. Uh, yeah, someone wants to know, or actually some people want to know, why do Christians read the Bible? Hmm. Hmm. Why do Christians read the Bible? Yes, Tiachil, tell us. <laughs> um, why do Christians read the Bible? I believe many do, because they 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 think they ought. Um, so it's it's something it's something, you know, as you come in, as you as you become a Christian, that's one of the first things you're told. Um, you need to read your Bible mm-hmm. and pray. Um, so I'd say mm-hmm. for many, for many people who call themselves Christians, um, that is why mm-hmm. they read the Bible as something that they know they should do. Um, my argument though is that it mm-hmm. shouldn't remain there forever. 
mm-hmm. but that shouldn't remain the underlying or overall mm-hmm. reason for the entirety of your of your Christian life. Um, and and I think that mm-hmm. reading the Bible actually helps that progress um, because you begin to to desire to know more of God and to desire to um, hear from God and to desire to um, to obey. Um, and all those things are made possible um, from or through reading the Bible. Um, so it's 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 God's word to us and and we believe as christians that it is the infallible word of god um and so if there's anything Mm -hmm. we should be reading as christians who have received and believed in this god then it's what he said to us um those are my two and a half cents (laughs) all right uh is anything to add what um why do you think christians read the bible those, those, those two and a half cents. <laughs> no, if this was, if this was, if this were Google answers, I think I was just Wikipedia the first time. <laughs> now let's go into Bible.org and wow. then John Piper thereafter. <laughs> so, uh, why do Christians read the Bible? I mean, it for one, it's and people, people don't believe me when I tell them the Bible is such a good book. Like, I know the three of us on this podcast love good literature. Mm. And the Bible, if not the highest, is up there on the list of good literature. If if you look at stories like Gideon's story, that's just, it's it's drama on drama on drama on drama. Yeah. Like, it could yeah. make a really good movie. Yeah, yeah, that's very yeah. true. You read the story of like Abraham when he was going to sacrifice Isaac. That's, it just sounds like a Christopher Nolan thing. It's it's just amazing. <laughs> like the Bible. Would you explain for <laughs> us who have no idea what or who Christopher Nolan is? What do you mean by that? On the theme of Google. Google Christopher Nolan. Okay, guys. That's it. That's it. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. I, I mean, the whole premise of today's episode is Google. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. But anyway, how he structures his mm-hmm. book is how he writes the mm-hmm. plot lines. It's oh, it's so interesting. But and the mm-hmm. Bible offers even better stories. You hear a story of a guy who had a whole conversation with a donkey. Yes, hey. Yeah. Oh, like which I'm sure is not uncommon for us in this day and age. We are always talking to our pets and our cats, especially in this time of COVID. I'm mean, told to be careful if we hear them yeah. talking back to us. So, yeah. yeah. If you want to relate to biblical characters in terms of talking to animals, it's there. Exactly. But if the most important bit to me as to why Christians, not why Christians read the Bible, or why Christians should read the Bible, is you, you need to, to know who you're in a relationship with. Like you need to, this person who is so in love with you, once like knows you inside and out why shouldn't you do the mm-hmm. same and one of the ways of doing that is through reading god's word you get to know mm-hmm. him more you get to experience him better mm-hmm. you get to be equipped to share his love with other people yeah that the bible mm-hmm. should hold 
high importance in a Christian's life. You should just never read the Bible because you know every morning yeah. you have that 15-minute slot or for the... And I, I may mm. touch some nerves. The people who only read verse of the day because they have version. You version, uh, yeah. Version up. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, version. We're not hating, we love <laughs> you. Yeah, it. it. it's, it's, it's not bad <laughs> to have <laughs> that one, one verse per day, but if it's something mm. that comes to you by mistake, you really need to reevaluate and think about why I read mm-hmm. it. Mm. Yeah. All right, but perhaps another angle to look at this, guys, is what if this is someone, maybe, or the people who Google this have heard of something called the Bible? And they've heard of something or some people called Christians. So they're approaching from like, okay, so I've heard of this thing called the Bible. Why do these people who are called Christians read it in the first place? Mm. No, that's another way to look at it. Um, and I was trying to think, what are some of the ways you could break it down? Um, what does it mean? Like, what is so it should it might take us on a very long conversation and journey on what is the Bible? Yeah, you know. And you might end up trying to choose your words. Uh, do I say it's a it's a library of books? Do I say it's God or it's God's word? I mean, it's both definitely. But like, if you're trying to, <laughs> see, I mean, you know. <laughs> um, but I think uh, if we establish that the Bible is, of course, it's a collection of different books, um, and we believe that it's the whole Bible is God's word, us, and each of those books is God's word, us. Of course given the circumstance or the nature of the book. Um, then you remember that in, in the book of Joshua, uh, God tells to Joshua, he tells him that, okay, my servant Moses is dead, and now you be strong and courageous. Tells him, um, do not let this book of the Lord depart from your Absolutely. mouth. Meditate on it day and night, such so may be careful to do everything that's written in it, and then you'll be prosperous and successful. So, uh, the one who owns the words, because they're his words, he's telling us to actually take time to read it. And so I'd, I'd say someone's asking, why do Christians read the Bible? Uh, because the person who authored the Bible yeah. told us to do it. Mm. And I think it may sound like a simplistic answer, but that's a premise yeah. to start from. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right. Cool. So now that, now that all of you are yawing and cooling to what I said, I can take us to the next question. So someone on Google, I keep forgetting it's many people, it's not someone, because, you know, these are frequently Googled questions, FGQs. Um, <laughs> what's more? Uh, someone wants to know, why do Christians suffer? Mm. That's a very interesting question, guys. Yeah, why, why do Christians suffer? I mean, perhaps <laughs> uh, take it away. Why do Christians suffer? <laughs> At this point, we just need to start uh, debunking a few myths, a few gospels that are not yeah. true gospel. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, if anyone tells yeah. you that uh, once you become a Christian, uh, you will have no pain, no suffering, it's a lie. Yeah. From there, we can move forward. Uh, why do Christians suffer? The, the same way... Uh, if you would take your your hand, for those of you who don't like bugs, and put put your hand in like a, a bowl or a bucket full of, of cockroaches, how you yeah. feel like oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's <laughs> so bad. Yeah, you don't want to be there. 
here's the thing once you become a christian you are basically denying your flesh you're basically denying the worldly uh satisfactions yeah mm. but you still need to live in that world so you're trying to mm. it's like two polar opposites being is that the correct term or would it, which ones attracting mm. which ones uh, is nakatana yeah yeah guys last we physics why in the world would you put these three statements together? Number one, a bucket of cockroaches. No, 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 let me phrase. Number mm-hmm. one, a bucket. Number two, cockroaches. Number three, a hand inside a bucket <laughs> of cockroaches. Like, why, why, would, why would that thought even it's cross your mind? Is that, is that what uh, you picture uh, suffering uh, uh, as? Like, that, that, that's what suffering is people, like for you. I'm trying to be relatable. <laughs> Su- suffering from me is when my anime episode is not released oh dear, on time. Oh that's suffering. I mean, right, tell it right, like it right, is. Right, I completely get you. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Or when you, on that tangent, when you discover it was supposed to start releasing in April, then they say it's been set back to exactly. July. And you're just like, what? Yeah. But it's April. Exactly. You know? So, <laughs> guys, <laughs> instead of having 25 episodes, it only has 10 episodes that season. Yeah. And you're just like, wait, what? But yeah, Christians, Christians suffer. Anyway, sorry, back to you. Christians suffer just like. Well, not just like anyone else in the world. The suffering of a Christian is is different mm-hmm. because you have one hope of a brighter future. Uh, and it's just not to sound mm-hmm. Disney, but that's what God gives you. That's what Christ gives you with salvation. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, you have mm-hmm. the strength of Christ. And now let's put a commonly misinterpreted verse in its right context. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through <laughs> Christ who strengthens me. You read, you, you read back me. a little uh-huh. bit and you discover that Paul wasn't talking about, you know, because now I have become an athlete, I want to run 100 meters and I know I haven't trained, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's not the context. At that point, Paul was talking about himself <laughs> being in prison. It's not a where, cop-out verse. Exactly. Paul was talking mm-hmm. about being in prison where he's facing all these mm-hmm. uh, crazy punishments, being in a small, dingy cell, dark, no windows, no mm-hmm. food for a long time. And he says, yeah, it's hard, but I mm-hmm. can do all these things through Christ who strengthens me. Why they suffer, mm-hmm. why Christians suffer is a question that we can answer for 10 million years. But simply put, it's because you have denied your flesh, but you still need to be in the world. You still need to be on this earth. You still need to reach out to people sharing this Mm -hmm. love that people will find hard to accept, that people will see no value in, Mm -hmm. but you still need to do it regardless. You still need to deny your flesh day in, day out. Mm -hmm. You still need to have that constant realization that I'm no longer living for myself, but I'm now living for God. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think just to jump in uh, there. Just, again. 
Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't know what you are saying, TK. I don't know if you are handing it over to me. It's okay. Um, but just to quickly add, <laughs> why do Christians suffer? Because we are told we will. Um, I think, if anything, the Bible is full of that. Um, we're told to, to take up our cross to follow Christ. Taking up a cross is not picking a flower from a rose bush. It's, it's picking up a cross. Um, we're told to count the cost. Um, yeah. That our love for our family and our friends should, be, should look like hate in comparison to our love for God. Um, uh, we are told in James about suffering as well um, and how it, how it refines us. Um, yeah, it produces, produces us, yeah. And also to be mature and complete mm-hmm. Christians. We also see examples of Christian suffering, both in the Bible and throughout generations. Um, so it's something going in that we, yeah. should, we should know of, um, that it's there. But like Chris has said, it is not in vain. There is an end goal to this. And two, Christ helps us through this suffering. We don't do it alone. Um, so that, that's what I have to say about why Christians suffer. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Uh, I, I was just thinking to myself, could there be another uh, perspective? Like, you see, because it could be maybe a Christian who typed this into Google. I was just thinking, could there be an unchristian who happened to just notice that? Um, so, like, I know a couple of Christians, but they always look mm. like they're suffering. something mm. wrong with them. Um, but, well, I don't know because that that would be that would be difficult to imagine because I feel like every everybody on earth <laughs> suffering in some has, way tends to yeah. go through suffering. The yeah, difference so, is we are told to consider it just, pure joy when we go through trials. Joy, well, yes. they are not necessarily yes. Yeah, smile. Yes, but anyway, um, <laughs> I just hope that if 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 there's a Christian out there who happens to notice that they know Christians who only suffer. Uh, it, it's not only suffering. There are moments mm. of uh, pure joy. <laughs> but um, on that note, guys, you know, I feel like there's so many there's so many FGQs on <laughs> why do Christians. In fact, you could remove that do and put on why are Christians. Yeah. Um, like there's so many things we could come up with. Uh, but I think for today is a good place to end it. Uh, and I think I'd invite our listeners to you know to check out some of these questions that have been googled and see what would you say, what did you respond in case someone came up to you and mm. asked a question. Um, be it someone you know who's a Christian or someone who isn't a Christian, yeah. you know. Um, of course, and some maybe might sound a bit hilarious, like why do Christians eat pork? But you know, it could range from this that to the other. For example, I've seen one that talks about uh, why do Christians celebrate Lent. And it'd be good to see. First of all, do Christians actually celebrate yeah, Lent? First Lent of all, is? yeah. <laughs> I had someone say once that Lent is the Easter version of of Advent, which is the Christmas version of Lent. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was just gonna ask you, wait, so there's one Advent, but it's, guys, it's a, <laughs> it's a continuous yes. loop. Yeah, that's what it is. Please, no one quote me on this. <laughs> I just had someone say it. <laughs> right, right. And you shan't divulge your mysterious uh, person, your mysterious person that you're quoting or citing. So in light of some of the questions that we've looked at in this episode, the frequently Googled questions under the tag, why do Christians? I think it's important for us to look for a biblical basis for some of these things. It's easy to get up, to get caught up in the do's and don'ts of the faith and reduce Christianity and living in Christ to a list of do this and don't do this, eat pork, don't eat pork, go to church on Sunday, go to church on Saturday. All these 
sort of criteria that we give and demand of ourselves and those around us. While maybe the Bible has something different to say. I'll point us to Colossians chapter 2. And if you have your Bible, I need you to check it out after this. If you don't have one, this is another thing you can Google. Colossians um, chapter 2. The premise for what it talks about from verse 6 is based on Christ and Christ's death on the cross for each and every one of our sins. And so with that in mind, the writer points us, or rather, he cautions us concerning how we are to live, what we are to believe, what we are to do, and bases this on Christ and, and what Christ did on the cross for us and our redemption in Christ, our being chosen by Christ, our being called into fellowship with God. And this is, this is the lens through which we should look at this text. Some of the things mentioned, I'll just jump around, but please make sure you do read it so you get the full picture and the context. In verse 16 it says, Therefore do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink, or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that are to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. And so really, it puts things in perspective that the Sabbath day, a certain festival, what we eat or drink, that's not the crux of the matter. That's not what we are doing. We didn't believe in Christ so that we could worship on a certain day or eat certain kinds of food and not others. But I like how it ends. These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, what we really should be focusing on is Christ. And from then on, even into chapter 3, it gives us practical guidelines of how we are to live, to live in thankfulness, to live in peace with one another, to teach and admonish one another in love, to put to death our earthly nature and instead to pick up the nature of God. So even as we consider these questions, even as we try and figure out how we are to live our life in Christ, let's remember to go back to the manual, to go back to, to God's word and really get it from there, not Google, for example. Anyway, so um, as, as I think as THL said earlier, so feel free to drop your questions, um, use whatever platforms that you find this podcast on, and we look forward to you guys tuning in at the next one. CYS out. Bye, guys. Yeah.